And welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller with you on Tuesday, April 14th. We are on Square Watch today. <laughs> Boy, are we. So this is the first of the series of squares that the sun is going to encounter. First with Pluto today. It's happening early at 7.06 a.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be at 24 degrees, 57 minutes if you're tracking. So that's Pluto in Capricorn, 24.57. The sun in Aries, 24.57. And then as we mentioned yesterday in the podcast, tomorrow the square with Jupiter is at 6.58 a.m. So it's knocking these out early in the morning. That's Eastern Time as always here. There's an astrologer that I really respect. In fact, she had uh, quite an instrumental handle on my own development, getting me ready. I mean, not personally. It was a course that I took, but basically helped me get ready for this daily podcast through her work. And saw an email that she sent out yesterday talking about this very square that we're picking apart and just how she was feeling this uneasiness about it and did exactly what we're talking about here. Just said, look, let's focus on the positive. <laughs> so that's all we're going to touch on is just that it is in place. Today is the sun, is the square with Pluto. We're going to observe, and I'm just saying that if we will all keep our consciousness focused on higher ground, then we can turn this sucker around and we can actually make it to our advantage. I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we could rewrite some chapters about astrology? from experiences during this time where consciousness overruled. You know, here's planetary energy, and then here are millions of people that are thinking the same way and spreading love and higher uh, vibrations, and those particular configurations didn't unfold the way that they would have in the textbook back in the day. Are we there? Uh, we could be very, very close. Do I think we will be there after all of the dust settles from this? Yes. All right, let's take a look at a couple of other things. The moon is still in Capricorn. It will go void, of course, tonight at 7.47 p.m., and then it moves into Aquarius at 3.36 a.m. while you are asleep in the Northern Hemisphere, in America at least, tomorrow morning. There won't be any other major sign changes this week. The moon moves into Pisces on Friday, but the sun moves into Taurus on Sunday. That'll be Sunday morning. Now, there's another configuration that we should at least put our eye on. This is one of those like when uh, weather forecasters look out and they say there's a hurricane forming off the coast of Africa and it's headed to Florida. You know, it's going to hit Tampa. How do they know? Well, they don't. Well, so there is a hurricane forming off the coast of Africa, and we'll take a look at that later in this week, over the weekend and into next week. But that happens on Wednesday with the new moon. Now, tomorrow morning, the moon will move into Aquarius. That happens at 3.36 a.m., and it will conjunct Saturn tomorrow morning. And that will be a first little indication of maybe what this energy might look like. Because the moon is going to pass over Saturn, then it's going to pass over Mars. So tomorrow is a pretty big day Luna-wise. What that looks like is 6.30 tomorrow morning Eastern Time, the moon will be conjunct Saturn in Aquarius at 1 degree 25 minutes. Then without missing a beat, without going past go, without collecting $200, it is going to set its sights on Mars, which it won't catch up with until 
wee hours again in the morning, 1.41 a.m. on Thursday, it will conjunct Mars. You know, I guess one thing that I like about the way this is shaping up is that it will conjoin both Saturn and Mars at, let's say, non-busy times during the day. If uh, either one was happening around dinner time, for example, and it had all of that whole day to kind of wax in that energy of culmination, eh, you know, who knows what kind of headlines we might see. But basically the waxing up period, those critical last couple of degrees will happen while most people are asleep in the Northern Hemisphere, or at least in the United States. But again, we'll just see. And one of the cool things that happens when the moon conjoins Mars is that it trines Venus over in Gemini. So that's a pretty power-packed little offset, benefic offset to the malefic, quote-unquote, if you will, conjunction of the moon and Mars. So with Venus in Gemini, if we were in normal times, you would not get your sweetheart a dozen roses or some flowers, some spring, nice spring bouquet. You'd get her a good book. And what's even crazier is she'd love you for it. <laughs> That's how you play that Venus in Gemini. Well, we are so governed by these specific patterns that uh, we'll just keep picking them apart and seeing what they have to show us. So right now we're just in, uh, in, the, in the commitment that we are going to stay in higher consciousness. So with that in mind, let's begin our day. And it's going to be a great one. All right. I will see you tomorrow for Hump Day, and we'll take a look at the uh, the next bowling pin that we need to knock down. All right. <laughs> you have a great one. Stay safe, please. Please, please, please stay safe. Bye-bye. <laughs>